1: Are you a Christian leader, entrepreneur, or lifelong learner seeking to unlock your leadership potential? Dr. Derek Greer's Renaissance Leadership Network provides you with biblical principles and practical life lessons from top leaders, influencers, and experts across the world. It's time to remove limitations and start seeing world-class measurable results in your ministry, business, or otherwise. Go to RLNleadership.com and register for our next free monthly leadership session. That's RLM You want me to think big to big with it. But
2: tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the word overflow in. Give a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Give a life bigger than yourself.
1: Hello, we're so glad that you joined us today. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. We believe that this teaching from God's Word will empower you to live a full, impactful life in Christ. As always, you can access this teaching and more for free on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. Let's get into the Word.
2: Open your Bible to Genesis chapter 27 and verse 35, we're going to pick up in the middle of this narrative, but Isaac said, your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessings. Well, just for the sake of context, about two verses earlier, the Bible says that Isaac trembled violently with a mixture of sorrow in anger when he found out that his youngest son Jacob had lied to him you know what breaks my heart is seldom the fact that someone lied to me but the fact I can't trust him anymore that's the thing that hurts and Esau said is he not rightly named Jacob now Jacob was born The youngest of a pair of twins. His brother Esau came out the womb first, but Jacob immediately followed, holding or grabbing his heel. The name Jacob literally means one who follows. Connotatively, it kind of means one who usurps, appropriates, or supplants. And here's the deal about Jacob. I mean, he identified himself, uh, you know, right when he came into the world. He was the consummate opportunist. Uh, I mean, he was the type of guy, if you didn't nail stuff down around you, you know, he'll, 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 he'll take it while you turn your head. For Esau continues, he says, for he has supplanted me these two times. So again, he didn't just do it once. This, this was the way, you know, Jacob rolled, if you will. You know, while, while the optimists and the pessimists were, were having a debate about, you know, whether the cup was half full or, or half empty, Jacob snuck in and drank it. <laughs> That's the type of guy Jacob was. How many of y'all know some Jacobs? Yeah. He took away my birthright. Now Jacob was wrong, but Esau wasn't innocent either. Genesis uh, 25 tells us, Esau despised his birthright. He took it for granted. He treated it as if it was common. And here's what I know about people: You will not protect that which you don't think is valuable. So, you got to love what you have while you have it, so you have no regrets when it's gone. I just said something. And now look, he has taken away my blessing. Earlier in the chapter, Jacob disguised himself as Esau. Esau. And he tricked his father into giving him, the youngest son, the blessing of the firstborn son. Now, when we read these types of things, sometimes we get disappointed about God's righteousness. But I don't think you're reading it with the right lens. If you look at this story, you'll discover if God could work with someone with as little character as Jacob, there is hope for you and me. But despite the fact that God's hand was upon Jacob, God had a plan for Jacob, a purpose and a calling for Jacob. The consequences in his life were absolutely staggering. His older brother Esau wanted to kill him. He would never see his mother again. And immediately God had to enroll him into the school of hard knocks. How many of y'all ever been in the school of hard knocks? Yeah. Now, how long we stay in that school... It depends on on how long it takes us to learn our lessons. Now, Now, many people live and die without ever graduating. Verse 43. Now, therefore, my son, Jacob's mother is speaking. Obey my voice, arise, flee to my brother Laban in Haran. Now, what we have here is... The young player is about to be schooled by the older player, and God has a way of bringing things around. The Hindus call it karma. The Greeks call it fate. Islam calls it kismet. Christians call it sowing and reaping. But whatever you call it, God has designed life in a way that whatever you do eventually comes back to you. But thank God for the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. blood. Let's skip forward about 20 years. Genesis 31 and verse 4. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah To the field. Now, how did this man that's going to become one of the patriarchs, his name will be turned to Israel, Jacob becomes Israel. How did he end up with two women? Well, what had happened was (laughs) when he got to Uncle Laban's house, he fell in love with Rachel at first sight. And then he agreed to work for her daddy for seven years in order to pay the bride price and you might think well that's cave managed to have a bride price but let me tell you something if you're going to have a bride there's going to be something you got to pay that went over very well young ladies if he only takes you to mcdonald's he's trying to tell you something And ladies, if you keep going, if you don't know your value, don't expect somebody else. That was free. That was free. That first row there. They're saying at least upgrade it to Chick-fil-A is what they're trying to say. Because I know we don't all have it like that, but at least, okay. All right. But after seven years, the hustler finally got hustled. So on the wedding night, Laban is this, you know, I mean, when Laban walked in the room, he had on a purple suit. He had on a, a purple hat. It was slanted. He walked in with a lean, a cane. Yeah. Laban was a hustler's hustler. So what he did on the wedding night is he switched his less attractive daughter with his pretty daughter. And the Bible says it kind of poetically. It says, what did it say? She she was tender-eyed. But we can read into the narrative. And Jacob didn't realize... He consummated his marriage with the wrong woman until morning. Obviously, there wasn't a lot of talking going on on that wedding night. And because of this, it's the Bible. I'm telling it's the Bible. And because of this, Jacob had to work another seven years to marry the daughter he wanted. Now, if you haven't lived long enough, Listen to me. Make a woman feel pretty and she'll forget it in about a day. Make a woman feel ugly. She will never forget. She will remember for life. This marital, does this dress look good? Yes, it looks good. Y'all are pulling something out of me I didn't expect this morning. I I don't know know what y'all doing. But this marital agreement was, 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 was a mess. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field to his flock and said to them, I see your father's countenance. He pays attention to his environment and his circumstances, and he watches people and pays attention, and he's Explaining to his wives why it was time for them to leave their daddy's farm. You see, for decades, God had used Laban to teach Jacob a lesson. But the class was finally over. You know, I often tell people that God puts mentors in your life to teach you two things. What to do and what not to do. And just because someone's doing something you don't think you want to do, doesn't mean the lesson is over yet. I see your father's countenance that it's not favorable toward me as before. Now Jacob had submitted to 20 years of discipline and process and the Lord blessed him for it. But then over time, and this typically happens in life, Laban's sons got jealous. And they started counting Jacob's blessings instead of their own. How many of you know some people always paying attention to what God's done for you and it ain't fair why you get it? And they're not paying attention to what God's done for them. Sometimes the worst part of success is trying to find someone to be happy for you. But the God of my father, despite the brothers, despite Laban has been with me. Why? Because Jacob was perfect. We read he was not perfect. Two wives. A man that stole his brother's blessing. A man who was known for lying and cheating. But because he stuck with the process, because he maintained his pledge, With God, character is infinitely more important than talent. I know, at least for me and my life, God has been so much more concerned with building my character than building my platform. It's a curse to step into something you're not ready for. The more people know your name, the more people you can be embarrassed in front of. So sometimes, for your own protection, God keeps you in a dark place. And you know, he's speaking to his wives who were up close and personal. He couldn't fake this with them. That with all my might, I have served your crooked, he didn't call him that, <laughs> your father. Jacob learned what Jesus would, would later say. You must first be faithful with another's before God will give you your own. Yeah. But despite all that has happened, no more tricks with Jacob, even when it hurt, even when Jacob was wrong, even when Jacob was unappreciated, he stayed the course. A river eventually cuts through a rock, not because of its power, but because of its consistency. Yet, I did the right thing. You watched me up close and personal. Yet, your daddy has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. This is important. Just because someone does you wrong doesn't mean that God has released you from your assignment. I'm preaching good right there. That's important. Sometimes release doesn't come to the umpteenth time or the tenth time in Jacob's case. Now listen, I don't like this either. But faith includes trusting God even when it hurts and knowing that God could cause our, uh, use our deepest pains to, to, to bring about his greatest purpose. I've told you this before, but there was a, an apprentice who was working for a master goldsmith and he'd watch the apprentice, you know, time and time again, heat the gold. And then all the dark stuff would come to the top. Then they, you know, get rid of the, the, the dross and then put it under the heat again and do the same thing. And, and they do, over and over again, they do this process. And, and the apprentice said, well, uh, Master, how, how do we know when the process is over? And he said, when I can look over the gold and see my reflection. Sometimes. It's not over until God can look into your life and see a reflection of himself in you in the midst of what you're going through. You say, Bishop, when will it stop? God says, when I can see my son, when I can see me reflected in you despite the heat. But watch his response. But God did not allow him to hurt me. It has taken me, my adult life, to learn this. Grown-up strength, grown-up hurt, and grown-man pain. I've come to understand that God is greater than anything that anyone could ever do to me no one can ever hurt me, harm me more than God can bless me. Lied on, stolen from, cheated, betrayed, but our God always comes through, always gets me to the other side, no matter what might happen on a Friday night, how bad, how dark, how brutal. Your Friday is Sunday is on the way. There will be a getting up. There will be recompense. God will get back to you. Everything stolen. Everything taken. God's a great accountant. He doesn't miss one thing. Now, for Jacob, it's not over yet, but he understands something. You see his faith in all this. That, that, that Laban meant it for my ill, but God was working it for my good and ultimately it ain't going to hurt me or harm me and God's got me and my destiny's in God's hand not Laban's hands not even Leah or Rachel's hands my life is in God's hand, and I will trust him Genesis 30 and 25 watch how God turned this around for Jacob and he's the same God yesterday, today and forever and he will do the same for you. Verse 25, and it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob Jacob said to Laban, send me away that I may go to my place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you and let me go. For you know my service which I have done for you. Jacob's work spoke for itself when your work speaks for itself don't interrupt it Jacob did not have to say another word this is how I fight my battles sometimes just do the right thing and leave it to God and Laban said, this is, again, this is, he walks in the room sideways. Please stay. When you smile more than you cry, give more than you take, love more than you hate, you not only become relevant, you become necessary. And Jacob said, if I have found favor in your eyes... For I've learned by experience, more modern translations say by, by divination. So this He was sideways in a lot of different ways. I've learned that, that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. You're in somebody else's life, sometimes sideways people's lives. Not just because of you, but for what? Who's, their sake. Yes. But God knows how to make even wicked men know what side of the bread that their butter's on. You see, my goal in life is not so much to be a success, but to be of value. Then Laban said, name your wages and I will give it when you stay true to your assignment. When you submit to the process. You will eventually be able to live on your own terms. But it took 20 years for Jacob to get here. Let's skip to verse 31. Watch Jacob's response. He said, you shall not give me anything, but just just do this one thing for me. And I will again feed and keep your flocks. Let me pass through all your flocks today, removing from there all the speckled and spotted sheep, and all the brown ones among the lambs, and the spotted and speckled among the goats. And these shall be my wages. You see, 20 years ago, Jacob stole the blessing from his brother. But 20 years of God's fiery process had finally transformed him. So we see Jacob do something so uncharacteristic of the man 20 years earlier, he chose the most obvious sheep livestock of the flock to be his so he could never be accused of stealing again. So the brown, the speckled, the spotted and the streak. I mean, you saw them when, when, when they were coming and and they were often also the, the, the typically the smallest percentage of the flock. And since the the spotted, the striped, and the, you know, speckled were so outnumbered, when God brought the increase, you had to give glory to God. You could say that had to be God, because that's such a small number of sheep, and these are the weakest, the ugliest, and and these are the most despised. So the only way he could have such a harvest was God. 34. And Laban said, oh, that it were according to your word, meaning you have a deal. And Laban walked out of that that, that room shaking his head, talking about them church folks so stupid. They don't know what they're doing. They they, they have no sense. They got no street wisdom. They don't know what they're doing. But let me tell you, when the Lord is on your side... When the Lord is on your side. <clears throat> Genesis 31 and 10. Almost there. And it happened at the time when the flocks conceived that I lifted up my eyes and I saw in a dream. God still gives dreams. And behold, the rams was leaped upon the flocks were streaked, speckled and gray spotted. That is so poetic. Leaped upon the flocks. What scripture is actually saying is God injected into the water trough some secret Cialis, Levitra, and love potion number nine.
1: This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Join us next time as we continue this teaching. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. It's with the help of folks like yourself that Derek Greer Ministries can bring God's life-changing and impactful gospel to over 100,000 people around the world each week. Please consider partnering with Derek Greer Ministries to help spread God's message even further via radio, television, and the internet. Getting started is easy. Go to DerekGreer.com, that's DerekGreer.com, and select the green Donate button at the top right of the screen. Thank you, and God bless.